0: An Ironic Media Production.
1: Visit us at ironicmedia.com mediacom
0: Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. Great. I'm here with Brad and Brad and I have actually never met, but he contacted me through the internet and I'm so grateful that he did. Because when he sent me an email, he was asking about his friend and he was looking for some help and some guidance around that. So I'm very interested to find out actually where he found me or how you found <laughs> me. <laughs> he also sees energy and he's been working in the field. I think you're just dabbling in it more, right? Like it's not a- Yeah,
1: I, I still well, feel that like I'm a novice at it.
0: Yeah, so how did you find me?
1: Well, I've been doing a bunch of research for the last 4 years. I started off with Master Chuny Lin, which is here in the Twin Cities. He's a Qigong expert. Read a lot of his stuff, watched a lot of his videos, have had friends and acquaintances who have been healed through his his work. Led to Dr. Janice Hadlock and her studies especially around Parkinsons. Mm-hmm. And then that led me to some others, Charlie Goldsmith, Louise Hay. One day in some exasperation a week or two ago, I wanted to find new, something I hadn't read. <laughs> so I just Googled it differently and I said, energy work with Parkinsons.
0: Oh And wow. you came to
1: the top of the list.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Yeah, cuz I I was debating about that title a lot, you know, for the Parkinson's study like what do I call it? So, so why are you so interested in Parkinsons? I think we should probably share that.
1: A good friend of mine was diagnosed uh, with Parkinsons several years ago. Has progressed pretty seriously over the short time that he's been diagnosed and It's it's one of those things where it breaks your heart for people who go through this. With that, I have also been working on weekends as a volunteer with a group called Rock Steady Boxing. Got into that because he goes to that as well. His wife's involved as a coach, and uh, I just volunteer. And then I'm around more of these folks who are experiencing Parkinson's symptoms. And it's just more and more on my heart that if I have the ability to do anything to improve their life, I want to try that. So that's really where it comes from. I haven't ventured out and tried this as a career. I guess I've I've had quite an interesting past that's led me to here. And if you'd like, I can share that as well.
0: Yeah, I, I would love to hear about it.
1: So I'll start way back as a young child. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I can remember seeing colorful geometric images and shapes around people and situations that's so cool i've i've also had phenomenal sensitive hearing electromagnetic hearing where other people didn't and eventually i kind of lost or unlearned the visual i don't do much of the visual like shapes and colors anymore but my hearing is still super sensitive and I had this other experience and still do. If I'm walking at night, streetlights are on, I'll walk by streetlights and look at one and it'll go out.
0: Uh, That is so crazy. That happens to me too.
1: (laughs) And for the longest time, I thought, oh, well, that's a coincidence. And it just happens a lot to me. (laughs) That's (laughs) so great. It was actually through reading your stuff and then seeing a testimony of one of the people that you have on one of your pages that I'm like, oh my gosh. This is something that's actual. I didn't know this. And I just discovered that in the last couple of weeks.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. That's funny. And we were just talking about that on one of the podcasts. And and I'm glad to hear somebody else goes through it too, because it's quite weird.
1: Yeah, I just thought it happened to everybody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it doesn't. We just think we're special. I don't know. (laughs) But it it was definitely something that people noticed and they were like, what's going on? Why do they always go out when you walk underneath it? Right.
1: And it just is kind of freaky. And for the longest time, like I said, I thought it was coincidence. And now it's just kind of, oh, that happens. That happens, you know, and it isn't always, but it's often. Then fast forward. I had been a pastor around the country for 22 years. During that time, I did you know, hundreds of hospital visits, and it wasn't unusual to be asked to pray for people. And so I would do that. And we often believed it was okay to lay hands on people. Now, we didn't actually touch them, but you know we would hover our hands over people. Cool. Sometimes during those times, I would have these strange sensations in my hands, just extreme heat and energy feeling of some sort. I never understood it. I thought it was just the power of prayer, you know, had never understood or read anything like what you've written or Donna Eden's written or any of these things. And then I had literal healings happen at some of the most intense times. A few years back, about 14 years ago, a mother had called me during the week and asked if we would be willing to pray for her daughter during the Sunday service. They had just done an MRI and found a mass, a tumor in her abdomen. And I said, sure, I would love to do that. So we invited them forward during our prayer time. And the whole congregation extended their hands towards her. And I just hovered my hand over her abdomen and one hand behind her back. And we began to pray. And I had this overwhelming sensation of energy. i call it energy now. I didn't then. Yet I didn't want to say anything to the mother because I didn't want to give her false hope. You know, I was like, wow, something just happened. The mother went that following week with her daughter to get another MRI. And she called me immediately after leaving the hospital saying, there's no tumor. It's gone. I was shocked. And yet I knew something happened. You know, I had that confirmation even before she had the MRI. I had another situation with an elderly lady was going to go in for surgery her husband and i were around her hospital bed and we began to pray and i hovered my hand over her abdomen and and as we prayed again i felt this just surge of electricity they took her into surgery opened her up and there was no tumor i don't understand it to this day this couple is very open to feelings of all kinds they've written books on it and stuff They were just like, "Oh yeah, it happened."
0: (laughs) You're like, "But no, it happened. (laughs) happened Let's find out why." That's right. You know,
1: I don't know what's going on here. So those things have happened, and then I was part of the healing. For me, when I was in England, I was on a trip over there and got a kidney stone of all things. My first kidney stone in 2005, and I've had many since. Some people came around my hospital bed. We all gathered hands. They all prayed, but we were all connected. And I felt this incredible surge through me and was like, okay, something just happened and I don't want to believe it, but I felt something happen. Went down for a CAT scan and the kidney stone that had been there earlier was not in my system anymore. It wasn't in my bladder. It was nowhere. I didn't pass it. It was gone. So I had all these incidences happen, which made me a believer in miracles. You know, I was just like, okay, that happens. Doesn't always happen, but it happens. I'm understanding something about their happening every time I'm part of it, but I wasn't really connecting the dots. Fast forward again about f- four years ago, I was discussing some of these experiences with some of my best friends here in Minnesota, and they ran and got this book by Master Chuny Lin, and it talks about how the sensation is in the palm of your hands. And I'm reading this kind of dumbfounded. I'm like, oh my gosh that's what i experience but also i'm very western i'm very traditional pretty much conservative in most thinking and all of a sudden this was shaking my world i'm like uh, do i believe in this can this happen is this reality um or is this hocus pocus is this you know weird what is this mm. so I began to read more and more out of Master Lin's book and everything started making sense to me more and more. I mean, I was like, wow, these things, I feel these. And so with my friends, I would even like what I call do body scans. I could go over their bodies. I could feel the right and the wrong direction of the energy and the channels and the meridians. I could feel inflammation in certain parts of the body. The more I concentrated on it and I'm beginning to understand, I think it's with my third eye, I could see inside the body. I don't see colors. I see cells and I see body parts inside and I can see cells regenerating and healing. And so it's a very different thing for me. I have talked with another healer here in the twin cities and, and he sees different colors and shapes. I don't see that yet. Maybe I will again, like I did when I was a child, but I don't, I do see intricacies of the body If I really focus, I can see muscles and sinews and tendons, and it it just comes to me. And I can concentrate on a person, even from a distance, and they feel things. One of my friends I was working on one afternoon, and as I was working on him, he had some real issues in his lower back, and later he described it as if he felt someone reach in with a knife and pull something out. And I was using what Master Lin calls sword fingers, and I was pulling out the problem and healing it with energy. And he felt that, and we weren't anywhere close to each other. That kind of freaks me out still. <laughs> I have to
0: admit. I think it freaks everybody out, no matter how many times you've seen it. I mean, we are human, and it just does not really make much sense. But it, I mean, you can think about it in your head and say, "Okay, we're part of the quantum field," and and really, there is no distance. But at the same time, you're like, "But there's distance."
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Now, while I'm reading this
1: stuff from Master Lin, I picked up this book from Doctor Haddock as well, who's does, uh, chi puncture. I don't, are, you, are you familiar with her? No. She does acupuncture using qi energy. She draws things. I mean, it's it's kind of all related, just different modalities. Sure, um, yeah. While I'm reading this stuff and trying to assimilate my world to this new understanding, I was a financial advisor, and I was working with a client who'd recently lost her husband, and she wasn't very old. She was my age, and she had two teenage daughters. At one point, she came to me and told me that she was significantly stressed because she just learned that she had a, uh, a lump in her breast. I was like, oh my gosh, you've just lost your husband. Your kids need you. You've got to go after this aggressively. And she says, no, I'm not going to do traditional. I've got this guy that I see named Master Lin." And I'm like, what? <laughs> she said, yeah, he's here in the Twin Cities. I'm reading his book. I didn't even realize he was here. She went to him over the course of, I think, about nine months. He would work energy on her. She would go home and do chi energy exercises. And over the course of nine months, she went back to her medical doctor, saw or had an MRI done. There was absolutely no trace of the tumor, no scar tissue, nothing. Wow. Well, that happened as I'm becoming new to all this. And so I'm going, I know this woman. This happened. I'm reading this guy's book. I'm reading all these other things. This is all coming together and making sense. And I'm experiencing this. With that, I've just really wanted to learn more and more about what does it mean to work on people and to help people. I've had a few friends in a networking group. One guy called me during the day and he had a kidney stone. And so I took a break at work, went to a quiet room, told him to relax and began to visualize him and work on where the kidney stone was. He felt it move. Into his bladder, and he passed it with ease. Uh, he'd been hmm. struggling with it for like four or five days. Probably one of the most significant things that's happened to me, well, two, I'll share. My parents both got diagnosed with various ailments about two years ago. My dad had prostate cancer, and my mom had a pituitary tumor. So I began to work on my mother's pituitary tumor from a distance a couple of times in person. I began to visualize it and try to shrink it. They had measured it so that they could watch it grow if it was going to grow. And they usually do grow once they start. It's been two years now and it not only shrunk, but it is not growing any further. So she's pretty much in the clear of it causing any issues in her brain. Wow. My father had prostate cancer pretty significantly. I began to work on him both in person and distance and His prostate did shrink. It did not go cancer-free, but it did shrink, and then he had radiation, and he is now cancer-free. Then another person who I know from a networking group that I'm in called me, and he said, you've told me about this crazy energy stuff that you do. (laughs) He said, I just got diagnosed with advanced rare prostate cancer. Hmm. He said, every male in my family has died within one year of diagnosis and for sure by the age of 65. And he was 64 when he called me. And he was pretty sobered by it. And as I was too, he's a dear friend. He said, would you come to my home on next Wednesday? He said, I'm gonna have an MRI on Thursday, a second MRI. And I said, sure. I said, I'll see what I can do. I said, I can't promise anything. I'm still learning this, but I'll come. So I spent about an hour and a half with him on that Wednesday. Had him sit in a recliner chair, put on some tranquil music and just told him to relax. I began to do energy work as I know it, the best way I do it, began to visualize the places that he needed the work, began to see his prostate shrink and just kept doing this for about an hour and a half. Afterwards, I said, I think I've done what I can do for now. If we need to follow up, we will. So he went the next day to get an MRI He called me right afterwards ecstatic because they had a week or two weeks prior measurement and it had completely shrunk. Well, when it shrunk, that alarmed them. So they did a bunch of, (laughs) yeah, they did a bunch of biopsies. They thought certainly we have the wrong images. Something's not right here. So they did a bunch of biopsies and they found no cancer. Wow. So I become a believer.
0: (laughs) It only shook a couple of healings. <laughs> I know,
1: right? It's just a thick skull.
0: You know? No, I I hear you. You know, it's just so hard to um to understand, really. It's just so miraculous yeah. that it's hard to understand. And and it's hard because we're a part of it, right? Like if it was if it was somebody else, you'd be like, okay, maybe, you know, especially if you know that person. But when it's right. you, you're like, and then you also have that like voice in your head that's like, you're crazy.
1: You're not exactly. saying the right
0: things, things aren't adding up, maybe, you know, just like the doctors are like. Well, we maybe we took the wrong scans, or missed, this is the wrong scan from the wrong person, or something like exactly. that. Exactly. You know, you yeah. start to explain it away, but you know, when you see them repeatedly, like these things repeatedly happening, um,
1: mm-hmm. that's when
0: you're like, whoa.
1: <laughs> and I'm super humbled by it. I mean, I really yeah, am. Right. I, I I always want to keep that posture. Like, if I could be used, dear God, universe, use me, because I want to bring people out of suffering and pain and and disease and and if if I if that's one of my callings in life, then I'm thankful for that. I just want to stay in that kind of posture and I'm constantly learning. So I've read just about everything on your site (laughs) (laughs) and I'm always digging for more because I'm so concerned still about my friend and I I've been able to do so little when it comes to Parkinson's. And so that really frustrates me. (laughs) It also, that makes me doubt. It's like, well, why can I do these things but I can't seem to have any effect over here?
0: it's interesting how healings come when the person's ready right that's a that's a big point you know we want to really like you said be of service help people take them out of their pain but not everybody's ready to be taken out of their pain some people still are learning about what that pain why Mm -hmm. it's there or why you know they're sick or something like that and it's hard to watch it really is really hard to watch And, and the best thing is just to hold space for that person as they work Mm. through what they're going through. And, and, and actually to your point, that's why I did the Parkinson's study so that I could see like, this is replicating throughout, you know, people. So there's like a energy signature among people with Parkinson's. And that was like really, really cool to see. So like everybody was presenting the same way energetically, which I hadn't seen before because I hadn't ever really just focused on one set of people you know, mm-hmm. like one disease, let's say. So when I saw that, and I saw that they were all presenting the same way, and then they were all getting better in very similar ways, like week by week by week, I was I was kind of blown away about how really there was a system to their healing and there was a system to their dis- dis-ease. And then, so we we went back and forth, Brad and I on email, and I just said, you know, one of the, the reasons why I do what I do now is because I could see that they were healing, but I wanted to go even a step further and really create permanent change within them. And that's when I started paying attention to what created the pattern, like what really created the energy signature like why was the body communicating in the ways that it was communicating and the reason why I invited my, Brad on here was because when he wrote to me he said right off the bat you were like the the energy's going backwards and I was like yep he's right there and then you said there's an injury to the the foot ankle uh, yep. or knee and I was like that's exactly what I saw and there was yep. one other piece of information that you said what was it do you remember
1: I forget right now.
0: Okay. So anyway, I so that's why I was like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's definitely seeing energy. I really do want to help you and, and help you become a better healer and, and be be of service the way that you want to be of service. And so that's why I'm I'm explaining why what what we do is we I think is the most effective way is to look at the, the mind and how the mind is yes. creating and holding this pattern and it really became about the emotions that were stuck in the body that created mental patterns. So yes. for people with parkinsons I've seen well many of us know that the gut is the immune system right? Like mm-hmm. that's where the 90% of the immune system is in the gut. And the gut do you, do you know anything about the chakras?
1: I'm learning. Okay. I'm not great with those yet.
0: So the third chakra is right over the stomach and really the power dynamic or the energy dynamic in there is around control versus empowerment. And what I saw for people with Parkinson's is this feeling of lack of empowerment
1: Mm, and,
0: and then seeking to feel empowered by trying to control their circumstances that are outside of them. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's a lot of control energy that is being wasted Because you can't control your environment. And uh, spiritually speaking, it was really interesting to think about it. Most people who have Parkinson's have a body that is out of control, right?
1: Yeah, right. Like
0: they have tremors. They can't walk the way that they want. They can't Mm -hmm. even speak sometimes the way they want. Their face will freeze up. So their body is not in their control. And I really feel like the spiritual lesson there is when we look at that idea that we need to control our body, what we want as to to be healthy. We want to feel empowered. We want anything that's going to help us feel empowered. So we're going to try to shift our mindset to like things are happening for me versus to me. Right. So to me, is it coming from the outside in and how's this happening for me is like it comes in, but it becomes mine and I like process it and I feel empowered and I feel like I can change it. It's just a very, slight shift that makes all of the difference. And I really believe that this is the root of sickness is this understanding that things are happening to me and they're out of my control, which mm-hmm. people with Parkinson's, they, they feel like their life is out of control. They feel that their body's out of control. They feel that this is happening to them and they're right. They are. I mean, it does appear that way, but if we want to heal, we want to look at where did that conditioning or programming coming come from? Like, yes. so so. if we wanna like rewind even further back, like it's interesting you brought up about, about being a kid because most of our programming comes from being a kid. And mm-hmm. I really believe that people who are sick are energetically sensitive people uh, because mm-hmm. their energy field is thin, they, they can get confused, you know, like other people's agenda can get in their space very easily they can feel symptoms that are not necessarily theirs. And like, that's been part of my journey is like feeling things in other people. And that, and that's what Mm -hmm. I use as a gift now is I can sense it in my body. And then I can use that as information to help them heal. When we're energetically sensitive, it confuses the cells. As you can imagine, the cells are Mm -hmm. talking, you know, through energy and it could be an actual injury. So like we talked about Mm -hmm. with the leg, you know, the ankle, that the energy is not flowing up the body. And that's a specific way that I saw people need the energy to flow is up the body through the leg. Yes. And if that's impaired and then they have like emotional toxins that they haven't released and physical toxins, all Mm -hmm. of these things are impeding the communication within the body. So we want to, you know, get the energy healing so that the uh, connective tissue is sending the electrons up the body and the body can heal that way. We want to help the person to detox any of the metals or things like that, that'll be getting in the way of the cellular communication. And we really, I think the number one thing we want to do for people and to help them is to help them realize what they're thinking and help them to move out the trauma of the past. Mm -hmm. So, because the the trauma really creates this stuckness within their body. You might have seen it like when you're Mm -hmm. working on people, right? For instance, you know, the lady that you were working on who had breast cancer, what did you mention she had before Like going on in her life? It was that her the husband had,
1: of her, had died. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so when you look at the fourth chakra, which is over the breasts, over the heart, mm-hmm. um, that's heartbreak. And mm-hmm. it happens more often than you'd think that a woman who goes through something like that mm-hmm. will manifest grief and this problem in this area. It's just a matter of the cells not communicating. It's just a matter of not having the the help to release that grief that creates this mess up of the communication, which results in the body not doing what it's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so back to the people with Parkinson's, what I saw that really helped them was this idea of letting go. And, you know, many people with Parkinson's have anxiety. And what is anxiety?
1: Yep. Have you thought stress. about it? Yes. Yeah,
0: it's stress, but it's it's also the need to feel like you need to control your circumstances. Control. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lack of connecting with the earth. You know, So you feel like you're not, not a part of something. Like So when we, when we feel like we need to control our circumstances, mm-hmm. what do we feel? We feel like we're alone, right? We feel yep. like we're the only one we, that we got to yes. control these things. Nobody's got my back, right? So one of the things that I noticed is that there's a lack of that grounding energy coming in. Remember, we have the, yes. the injury in the leg. There's also that lack of connection with the earth, which is also part of the electromagnetic field, which is also helps with the circadian rhythms for sleep Mm -hmm. and so many things. Yeah. So like it can decrease weight. It can, it can make even kids with autism more social just by connecting with the earth. It's it's called grounding. So what I noticed was that was missing. And a lot of times there's a lack of connection to to spirit or it's, there was a connection and it got shut off from trauma that happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Ultimately, what we want for to, 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 if you're suffering, anybody who's listening is suffering with anxiety is we want to connect with the earth and we want to start having this connection, whether it's through to our higher self, to God, to the mm-hmm. quantum field, however you want to, to refer to it, because in once you sit down and you do the work to make that connection, there's no unlearning that connection. There's no Mm -hmm. forgetting that connection. You're forever changed. You, in fact, I was just answering something on Facebook. Somebody said, what does pure consciousness feel like? And it was like, Oh, I can tell you what pure consciousness feels like. And it happened 12 years ago, like, you know, or 14 years ago, you will not forget it. You know, that moment when you connect, Mm -hmm. right. And you were a pastor. So you're very, Mm -hmm. you're very familiar with that. And and in fact, actually, that's when my whole journey started was when I actually had no connection with spirit. And I actually thought I wanted to kill myself because I had checked Mm -hmm. all the boxes, but that was what was missing. And then as soon as I started meditation, you know, cleaning up Mm -hmm. my my body mm-hmm. and my mind. And I made that connection actually by accident because it just felt so good to sit and be with myself and love myself and, you know, say, yeah. Okay, you're all right. You know, like you even though you seem like you're really lost, like you've been doing the right things. <laughs> People with Parkinson's, they really do benefit, in in my opinion, from getting that grounding energy, but also that spiritual connection, which is why the energy healing can be very helpful, I believe, Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. well as taking the time to meditate and do yoga or whatever else centers somebody ultimately what we're really trying to do is just shift into this place of empowerment of like, so, yeah. so f- think about that. If you have anxiety and you feel empowered to go outside and that makes your anxiety go down. Great. You just felt empowered. You just made a decision. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if it's connecting through spirit or to spirit, you know, whether it's the quantum field of God or however you want to see your higher self, that's important as well, because that will help you feel empowered.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So we've talked about how, Mindset is so important and that's because it turns off the fight or flight like if we start looking from a place of start looking at the world from a place of empowerment the lens changes it's actually called our reticular activating system actually shifts and starts seeing evidence for how we are being supported. So that is one of the things that is really, really top on my list for things to to like shift or fix and pay attention to and like spend money on, in my opinion. But the other thing is, is we can't forget that sleep is really important. Looking at your genes, because a lot of us, especially people with Parkinson's, tend to not detox very well. So there's Mm. a buildup of toxins. The MTHFR gene is related to our methylation and how quickly we can assimilate nutrients and you know get rid of the things that are not good for us. And so supporting those pathways is really important. So B vitamins are really important for people who have Mm -hmm. MTHFR gene and and C and glutathione and things like that. So it's important to to address the low-lying fruit, which is sleep, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what supplements might open up my detoxification pathways so Mm -hmm. that it's not impeding the communication between the cells, right? you know, we obviously we talked about mindset. That's, that's really the number Mm -hmm. one thing because it's just setting the body up to be able to receive any kind of organic, healthy food that you might be eating. If your fight or flight is on, do you know about this? If your fight or flight is on, your energy goes to your extremities to run away, right? Okay. So it goes away from your digestion. And people with Parkinson's often have poor digestion. They have yes the constipation. They they mm-hmm. yeah. So when we turn off the fight or flight, that was another thing that people started noticing throughout the study was just how much better their digestion was and how they weren't constipated anymore. And it really wow. had to do with this idea of turning off the fight or flight, sending the energy there. It can assimilate the nutrients. It can move the energy, you know, the food and energy through, and you know, like we talked about that area is also about control. So th- then all of a sudden, you know, they started getting all these the, these nutrients and they're like, Oh, I'm okay. I'm safe. I don't need to control things, you know? So it was, you know, it works in in tandem or in synchronicity mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. So that's why all those things need to be addressed in order to have the kind of healing that you want. And like I said, I, you know, working on people for one hour once a week really helped to turn off that fight or flight. And that's what really helped them heal. I didn't really do the healing. I just moved out the things that are getting in the way of them healing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, and helped the communication so that their body could take over and do what they wanted to naturally do, which is to heal. And then again, I the reason why I took it a step further was because I wanted to sit, have that be permanent. How do we permanently yeah. change their experience within the world? And that has to do with the mind, and obviously, you know, the mm-hmm. other things. So when I do my coaching, I, I talk to people. I'm like, okay, so what supplements are you taking? What is what does your sleep look like? Mm-hmm. You know, are you do you have a dark room? Do you look at the the computer before bed? Like these are all really important tips Mm -hmm, that really mm -hmm. change the chemistry of your body. And Mm -hmm. they're really simple to do. Like I wear blue blocking glasses, you know, at night because it improved my sleep drastically. I I have a chili pad. Actually, Have you you ever heard of that? A chili pad? No, no. So a chili pad, it's, oh gosh, this thing is the best thing ever. So it, it, uh, for a woman at least, I don't know, Uh, maybe for you too, because are you really hot at night? Do people find that like, they don't want to really sleep next to you because you're so hot? I
1: exude it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, same thing. I can't get anybody to be near me um, for any length of time because I'm just so hot. And I'm like, no, I'm cold. Like I don't even understand what you're talking about. But so, but I do eventually get very hot under the covers. And and so the chili pad, you can set the temperature that you're laying on, and that really gets me into this deep oh. sleep. So anybody who is trying to biohack their sleep, this I yeah. highly recommend. I mean, my partner and I, we would get in such arguments because I'd be like, the, the air conditioning needs to be much lower, and she'd be like, but I'm freezing, and I'm like, but I. <laughs> but i'm so hot and and so this has been great she's on a different temp so i'm on 67 and she's on yep. 77 so like that's why we were arguing all the time so between you know the curtains being blackout curtains mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. our mitochondria is like getting the signal okay it's time to 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 do mm-hmm. other things not be awake and do all this sensing of the environment and then the blue blocking glasses that changes your cortisol levels and then the chili pad you get the deep sleep and it's so restorative all those things you know that's just an easy way to biohack your sleep and it's already on like repeat you know i just i know when i sit down i'm putting on my glasses you know i know when i'm going to bed i turn on my chili pad you know and and the curtain's already there so it's not hard yeah it's the mindset that's really the hard stuff that's why i call it the low-hanging fruit you know it's like yeah gosh, it's right there. Just grab it, you know, start changing your diet, you know, whatever that may be. Keto might be helpful for your friend. I don't know if Mm -hmm. he's looked into that, but that I just he's wanted pretty, he's to He's pretty those. health
1: conscious. I mean, even organic. And I mean, he's he's gone that route from early days. Uh, cool.
0: So he should have, yeah. has, ask him if he's done 23andMe because 23andMe will sequence your genes and ah. then then you'll be able to put it into another program that'll be able to tell him what his methylation is like, which ah. I can pretty much guarantee that he's probably got at least one copy of the MTHFR gene, if not two.
1: Okay. So all those things are going
0: to really help. And, you know, he has you to help him with the energy aspects. So. Yeah. 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 It, it really is about, you know, going in and inward and figuring out what is still stuck trauma wise. We all have trauma, mm-hmm, We all have mm-hmm. things that we've believed from the trauma and it's just about addressing that.
1: You've been super helpful. This has yeah, been great. you're
0: welcome. Yeah. yeah. It's really a total mind body thing. You know, Yeah, it is. Ha- all things have to be addressed in order to heal.
1: There are times when I feel more energy there. I could be driving. Down the road. I'm heading to North Dakota here in the next hour. I'm gonna have a long road trip. And there will be times when as I'm driving, I just feel like I'm overcome with energy, like my hands are almost burning. And I feel it here in this chakra. And and so sometimes I'll even pull over off the road. And then I'll think, okay, who needs this?
0: Hmm. And I think
1: about people in my life who are going through whatever. And I will just because it feels like I, I tell people people that I can tell because not everybody understands this stuff. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Especially from my traditions. Right. No, I know. Not well accepted. I'll just say, I feel like I'm exuding energy. Like I have to use this somewhere. Do you ever get that way?
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... The times that I'm not seeing a lot of clients, certainly it does kind of build up, you know, so I do have an outlet for it, but Mm -hmm. there have been times that I will feel that overwhelming sense. And I was just telling somebody yesterday that I really love long car rides because of that, Mm -hmm. that zoning out that you Mm could do where you can just channel that energy and you kind (laughs) of get like some great ideas and things like that. What's that? Is that your phone?
1: There was a phone that went off. Did you hear it?
0: I heard it vibrate.
1: Oh, maybe that's what it was. Okay. okay.
0: Sorry. I, I, though I have been doing an energy healing session and uh, a phone turned on and rang <laughs> um, and the person <laughs> had it off. So that was kind of funny. Actually, you know, the, this is just another silly story. Being a parent, my kid was he was like two and he was coming down the driveway and all of a sudden he was out of control. And I was filming as a mom being like, Oh, look how cute you are. And then all of a sudden he was completely out of control. And I went, ah, and my phone just like completely just like went dead. Like I killed it (laughs) for like many hours. And I was like, I don't even know what I did, but because my energy freaked out and and I've done that before, like I really paralyze a lot of things. I remember one time I was getting over a stomach virus and I, w- I was like, I'm going to go to the gym. I feel like I'm, I'm good enough to go back to the gym. And I got on the treadmill and I had my iPod in my ears and my iPod keeps turning on and saying, voice memo now or something like that. It was like, and I was like, God, this is so annoying. So then I, I was like, forget it. I'm not going to listen to my, my earphones. I'm just going to put it here. And I should have known better. I should have known that that meant that my iPod was like telling me, Amy, your energy's a little off, like go home. So I put it down and I start running on the treadmill and all of a sudden the treadmill just shut off and I was like, all right, I'm going home.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right, right. I was like, you know, it's really funny because even this today, we anticipating this conversation, I had everything hooked up and I have a personal phone and I have a work phone. So I turned those both off. This one I think still vibrates, but had it off. And I was sitting here silently with the headphones on and everything and just waiting. But I was like super anxious for this to happen. And Siri kept popping up. And I'm like what's the deal? And I kept put, turning it off. I'm like, I'm not even saying anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. It's the energy. It's amazing how it interacts with things. And it it really can be annoying. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is why when I first started this call, I was like, listen, I, this is the one thing that I'm trying to get over is all these like mechanical, <laughs> like technical, technological things. It just, I'm afraid of them sometimes. Like I mean, yeah. I'm like, I, I cause I, I'll tell you why. I have good reason <laughs> okay. I've recorded entire interviews and they've gone. So this was one time I did my first podcast that I ever did. I was being interviewed and then the podcast completely sounded like and the the woman wrote to me and was like I am so sorry like we just have to throw out that podcast like we've tried to slow it down we've tried to speed it up we've we we contacted our editor like we're like we can't do anything with it and I was like oh man and this is you're gonna find interesting I was embarrassed. Like, cause I was like, damn it, <laughs> this is my fault. <laughs> I should have like grounded or whatever. Yeah. And so I happened to be going for energy work that night. It was a Reiki circle. And so there was a bunch of healers that were around me and they said, anything you want a healing on. I'm like, this sounds ridiculous, but like, if I want to get this message out, this needs to get a healing. Like I need to be able to do an interview and not have it go haywire and like disappear (laughs) I don't even know or what happened to it and so I was like please give me a healing on it do you know the next day I got an email from her and she's like I have no idea how this is possible but the podcast is fine and it'll go live in a week yeah and I was like my word holy moly I was like you won't believe this but I went for a healing on that last night and she was like I actually do believe it because she's she's also an energy work and I have a, you are energy series that I recorded. And some of the videos, my editor, he was like, I have no explanation for this. There's no reason why the, the voice and the words and the face are not lining up. I don't know what those flashes are. You know, like he, it was kind of funny. So I recorded the first and like fourth video or something like that twice. Oh gosh. Yeah. So I, I definitely have been scarred by things like that. So I'm I'm very cautious. And I'm like, okay, let's ground everything. Let's make sure that I my energy is not going crazy. Anyway, just funny stories.
1: Yeah. It's great. Thanks for sharing all that.
0: Yeah, sure. I love that you're so curious. And that's why I was really excited to have you on the podcast. You know, it's it's so wonderful to see somebody who is on this journey. It seems like you're not just starting out at all, but you know, who is just still has that like beginner curiosity about it all. Yeah. And that's that's definitely, in fact, here I'll show you. On my desk, I have a question mark because <laughs> I love to stay curious and I love yeah. to just be like, I don't know why that's happening, but I will find out. Exactly. <laughs> or if I don't, I will still be okay with it too. Because it's all so divinely guided and so divinely awesome. Yes. And and when your email came through, I believe me, I do not interview everyone who emails me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I am just like I was
1: shocked. I was like, I heard from you within hours. I'm like, wow she really reads your email.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And everybody who has ever not received an email from me is like, God, she never gets back to me. (laughs) Um, But you know, I try, I try my best. I just knew, you know, that we would have a good time talking and and you have great energy. And I'm sure that has to do with, you know, the work that you've done before doing energy work, but also all the work you're doing now. So
1: thank you. It's been a real privilege and I um, hope we stay connected and
0: yeah absolutely yeah. yeah and and definitely you'll be able to hear more on the podcast and learn a lot from yeah. my experiences also i'll be doing healings on the podcast so you'll be able to see it
1: awesome well thank you so much
0: All content provided by Amy Stark and her, her guests on the Affiliate podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.